Yo, 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 yo. Yeah, this is your boy, Dr. IBZ. This is the IVP with Dr. IBZ. Hold on, hold on. The Imperfect Van Podcast, episode 115. Where are my air horns, man? Can't start without my air horns. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody listening. Shout out to all the viewers, all the listeners, everybody. Thank y'all. I um, hope everyone's having a good week. Amazing time. It's treacherous out here. It's fucking bullshit. But hey, what can we do? We got to keep moving. <laughs> got to keep on up. Got to keep on up. And got to keep it moving. So there's a lot of things going in, you know what I'm saying? We can we can go in on a lot of things, right? But let's address the elephant in the room. Chris Rock dropped his special. Now, I managed to get a bootleg, you know what I'm saying? So I was listening to a bootleg style. And it was it was alright. Like, I think I listened to about like 40 minutes of it. And he was talking about wokeness and like he was talking about the Meghan Markle shit. That was kind of funny. He's like, these guys were the original racists, you know. That was kind of funny. Um, he's like, yo, black people and white people are wondering how how dark your kid was gonna come out, you know? Like that. Yeah, it was. People were trying to say like like the reviews. People were trying to say like, oh, I wasn't laughing like that. It wasn't that funny. And I'm just like, I'm just like, hey. It was good. You know what I mean? Dude, what like, the fuck? It was fuck? good. Like, it was it was funny. It was good. He did it live, too. So imagine doing that shit live. He did it. That was, like, the first time it's been done where someone... I think the first time. Usually, it's filmed live, but... And then they, if someone... If there's a little mess up there, they edit it out. But this time, he did it live. There's one fumble, and we all came... Pause for the for the Will Smith part. That's what we all were there for. We were there for the Will Smith part. Now, if he went in first, everyone was like, I wasn't laughing, it wasn't because people were expecting him to talk about Will Smith right off the jump. Like, yo, let me talk about like no, he wasn't gonna do that. The reason why he wasn't gonna do that, I believe the reason why he wasn't gonna do that is because if he talked about it first, no one's gonna give a frick about the rest of it. No one's gonna care about the rest of it. So if you do not care about the rest of it, and you only care about that certain portion of the stand-up special, he's gonna save it for last. He's gonna give you his overall material that he's been building for like a year or so. Now on top of that, he's, he has the Will Smith thing that he's gonna add in there too. Now, the Will Smith part, I got a clip. Um, I think I got it on, I got it on Twitter. Hold on like this so I don't lose it so he goes he starts it off by saying well Will Smith was mad at me and I ain't getting no entanglements and then he goes off like this fucking her son's friend okay (laughs) now I normally would not talk about this shit but for some reason these niggas put that shit on the internet you know what I mean I have no idea why two that fucking low down. What the fuck? It, we all been cheated on. Everybody in here have been cheated on. None of us have ever been interviewed by the person that cheated on us <laughs> on television. Dude, what the None fuck? None of us. 
It's like, hey, I was sucking somebody else's dick. How did that make you feel? <laughs> Why the fuck would you do that shit? She hurt him way more than he hurt me. No. Okay? And by the way, he does that shit. Everybody in the world calls him. Yeah. I tried to call the motherfucker and give him my condolences. He ain't pick up for me. Everybody called that man a bitch. Fucking Charlemagne called him a bitch. And the view and the talk. Lord Jesus. Rapper and fucking the drink chance. Everybody called him a bitch. They called his wife a predator. Everybody called him a bitch. <laughs> and who's he hit? Me. <laughs> A nigga he know he could beat. That is some bitch ass shit. And then he goes, now, now I just watch Emancipation just to watch him get whooped. Have me rooting for Massa. That's basically what he said. So that was the funniest part of the whole stand-up because that's what we came for, right? And he went in. He had a lot of good points. It was fucking hilarious. I thought it was jokes. I don't know why people are saying it wasn't funny. I didn't even laugh once. Da, 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 da. It's, it's stand-up. You're supposed to sit there and enjoy the show. Now, personally, I think I'd give it like a B. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't Chris Rock's best stand-up, but it was funny. Like he was, he was cursing and shit. Like he was going off. You know what I mean? And I like that. Like he was showing that, you know, like, what's it called? Outrageous? Something like that. So I like that. Um, he did his thing, man. I like how he went in on, um, on Will Smith on the fact that, yo, this guy's bigger than me and he slapped me. Everyone's calling your wife, 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 all these words and you're not doing anything. You're going to get mad at me over a joke. And then, um... What else happened? He goes, um, what else did he say? He, he goes, he goes in, I think it's like a 10 minute clip of him just going in on Will Smith. And I just feel like, like he needed to let that shit out and the world needs to see it. People are like, it's been a year. Why didn't you say anything now? And I get the current climate where when shit happens, you drop it the moment it happens or you reply the moment it happens or you, nah, but he had to like, he had to work the material get the deal done get some money off of that especially if you are chris rock if i'm chris rock and a scandal happened or some shit happened to me and people are paying for me because they want to hear what i have to say because you're a stand-up comedian people want to hear what you have to say especially when you're going through something well guess what it's worth it's worth money so if i was him let's get this money you know what i'm saying let's get this money hold up guys shit my nose is bothering me but yeah, let's get this money. I just feel like his wife set him up for failure. You know what I mean? Like, if you look back at it, to let Will sit there and be interviewed by her, like that shit was crazy. And this is when I just started the pod too. Like, you know, no sound effects, no nothing. This is when I just started the pod. This is when this came out, the slap, everything. I remember this. I even went in. 
I think I did like a video on it. I think I did. Hold on. I had a reaction to the slap. This is today's episode. We don't play that shit. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, see that <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I re I reacted to it. This is just uh, the unedited footage. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So a lot of people are tweeting like Chris Rock should get slapped again and blah blah blah. And I'm just like, you guys need to just be quiet, sit back, and enjoy the show. That was, it was funny. It was entertaining. It was funny. He did his thing, man. We can't just be out here like, 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 you know, like, oh, we should have done better. We should have been funnier. Yes, indeed. It could have been hilarious, way funnier. But guess what? That's not what happened. That is not what happened. So, I don't know what you guys were expecting from him, yo. He did his thing. He made his bag. Let him leave. You know what I'm saying? Let him do his thing. So, Chris Rock is out the way. We had to establish that that was the elephant in the room. You know what I mean? Now, Jada Kiss had some words to say. Saying they wrong for this. We just blaming it on the kids. So like my brother Stout said, he don't like to just put all the blame on his young artists because the radio stations are making them the top songs of the playlist and the labels are still signing. They even got it, they're putting out life insurance on these young kids now. Wow. The labels, because they, they're gambling on you to do some dumb shit so they can profit after you die. So this is, getting ridiculous onto these that's crazy i i heard about this but i didn't really know that it was an actual thing but now that jadakin said it damn bro so you're telling me in these streets that artists like i know they're promoting this music the violence and all this shit but that's what everyone likes to listen to especially when you're young the younger generation you know we're out for blood like we like to listen to to things like that and even if we're not living that life we like to live vicariously through them you know what i mean because we're like yo that's ill bro what he did what we yo dirk did what yo nba young boy did what he said what we like that especially as young men you know coming up we're like ah you know we like hearing that type of shit but end of the day man it's not good because these artists now most of them are actually doing the shit back in the day if they were doing it they weren't they weren't talking about them doing it you know what i mean but nowadays the niggas that are the niggas that are street niggas they're in the studio too now so they're actually doing the shit that they're rapping about that's why niggas is getting caught up shit's going on because the game said it the best the game thought the rap game was real so he thought everything was real about rap he thought that that um, if I'm beefing with this guy, it's beef no matter what forever. And then you'll see them talking and laughing at each other, even though they're supposed to be beef. And 
like it's fake. You know what I mean? Or a nigga might seem like he's a gangster, like he's bout it, but you see him in real life in person, he's not really bout it. That was just, that's just a persona, a character. You know what I mean? So it's like it's like a Charleston White, like a character. So we can totally understand why, right? Why people used to do that back in the day, right? And then when you get found out that you're not really like that, you get outed, whatever. But a lot of them, you know, a lot of people were chilling. Then a whole new wave came where like, you know, the backpacker wave came. And then after the backpacker wave came, obviously since we went all the way left, we're gonna go all the way right now, where it's murder, murder, kill, kill, kill. We're back to what was going on in like the early 2000s to the late 2000s. Most of the bars were about murder, murder, kill, kill. You know what I mean? Then you have the 2010s, people were grooving and shit. And then, you know, and then you have the drill, the drill, the drill era came in like 2012. Right, but it was mostly Chicago that were doing that music. And then by 2016, 2017, it turned into like a global thing, right? So that's literally what hip hop is, right? So we had we had like the backpackers, the mumble rap, and then it turned to the street shit, to the complete street shit, you know? So like these labels are like, yo, these niggas is dying, they're dropping like flies. Might as well drop a health insurance on them, make money off their posthumous album and get a couple mil from from the life insurance policy that we're paying out anyways because if you think about it you're out here you're gonna be doing this dumb shit anyway so if you if you die boom we get a return on our investment and um if you go to jail we don't really get a return on our investment the only thing we can do is drop like some of your music so they have to drop music while they're in the bin or whatever push they drop like a tape you have to drop music you have to do something you can't do shows anymore so it's not like you can make money right so you have to do something for the label so that they can feel like you're still valuable when bobby schmurda came out of prison he was still i think he was still signed to like epic and you know what i mean so he still had a label with him and the moment he left now look now look what's going on with bobby schmurda i think bobby schmurda waited too long to get hot to, to, to when he came back Rowdy Rebel, the moment this nigga came out the bin, I, I, I'm in the studio, I'm everywhere. He was ready. Like, he probably, like, a few weeks, few months before he knew he was going to get released, maybe a year before, he probably started writing every day, writing, 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 making tunes, writing, writing, writing. And then, to the point where, you know, he comes out the bin, boom, he's just releasing banger, 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 drops a whole album. Bobby tries to do the same formula, it does not work out. So now Bobby's trying to do other things, right? And I shout out to Bobby. He's a 94 baby, so hopefully everything works out for him. But like, yo, Roddy Rebels, he's, he beat you in, in the music game, man. It's nothing, like, let's be real about it. Roddy Rebel beat, like, he surpassed Bobby Shmurda. Like, he surpassed, not, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's nothing that we could do about it, but he surpassed him. So, anyways, um... That's 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 that on um, about and it's also it's kind of weird like how labels think that like it's just weird how labels do that like they're banking on you to like yo if if he dies we get money if he's in jail he's we're still making money off his streaming his streaming he can't he can't do anything so it's, we're we're making more money basically we're still gonna make our money if he drops the tape people are gonna miss him out there boom more streams it's gonna boost his streams and his old streams. We're still gonna make money. We'll sign the next guy. He'll come out. If his buzz is still there, 
we'll renegotiate a contract. If his buzz is not there, then we're not even going to deal with him. Drop your last tape and get the hell out of here. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's probably what happened to Bobby. And Bobby's like, you know, I'm just going to be independent, do my own thing. But that's not working out. He started dropping... And he started dropping, like, Hoochie Daddy and, like, all these, like, like I'm fucking bitches songs. Rowdy Rebel just kept the same vibe. You know what I mean? He kept the same vibe. He's speaking in code. He's, like, he kept the same vibe. This nigga's like, nah, man, I'm I, I'm out here getting pussy, and so I'm just going to talk about pussy the whole time. Sorry, guys. Sorry, I'm going to talk about girls the whole time. Girls, 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 having sex. Girls, girls, girls. And then when... And then his voice sounded different. So when he would rap, his voice sounds way different than how it used to. Like his his voice used to sound like more like uh, like amped. Like now when he when he's rapping, it sounds like he's switching his voice up. Like he's trying to like do something different. And it's like, bro, rap the way you rap. Rap what made you hot. Make those bangers, bro. We don't need those four minute tracks. Those five minute tracks. Make a quick two minute banger. And keep it moving. Keep. What he should have done is drop singles. Drops the moment you got out of prison, he should have dropped the first day out. But this guy waited months to drop music. Everyone was waiting for you to drop music. If you drop music the moment you got out, it does not matter how good the music was, it would have went boom. You know what I mean? But you decided to wait, you waited, we waited, and then you dropped some bullshit, and then people were like, nah, I don't know about this. There's only like one song that I like, the one with Quavo, and that was about it. So, like, I don't get it. I don't know why he did that, but it's weird. It's weird to me. I think of that it's weird. Um, <laughs> Billie Eilish, apparently, well, this is not true, but I was on Twitter and I'm scrolling on Twitter and I'm like, all right. So I read it. I read Billie Eilish says being, being, um, being poor, I, I wish I was still broke or still poor because being poor is looks cute and fun. Now I got, I, I was joking around on Twitter, but you know what I mean. I was like, why, why would she say that? Cute and fun? That's not funny. You know what I mean? But I, I got, I got duped. It was a fake tweet. It wasn't real. It was, it was a fake article. It wasn't real. So I got cheese. I was like, yeah, what the hell? So I'm here to say this. Hey, yo, guys, don't fall for these articles. Do your research. Before you even react. Now you got to do research before you react. Unless, you know what I mean? Because I was going to go in on her. I'm like, cute and fun. What are you talking about? But then I'm like, wait, she was broke before. She would never say that ever. If you were broke before, you're never going to be like, oh, being broke is cute and fun. If anything, you're going to be like, I never want to be that again. You know what I mean? So I don't get why someone said that. I think because it might sound like she might say some shit like that, but... That kind of pissed me off, you know what I mean? Because I was like, yo, like, you guys made me feel like something happened when nothing happened. You know what I mean? Anyways. Um, so, I really don't understand why um, that people are faking stuff. It's just like people are faking this. What the F facts, right? Genghis Khan killed so many people that the earth began to cool. Four, 40 million people were wiped off the planet. Vast areas of farmland were reclaimed by forests and carbon levels dropped significantly. Who, someone is like, who was measuring carbon levels in the, 20, in the 1200s? He's like, LOL, stop it. 
and that's 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 like yo these guys are legit like all they're doing is just cap like legit yes if you want to be scientific and you want to be te- and you want to put it in technical terms yes if you think about it if you think about it yes there's less there's less human beings on earth yes the carbon footprint is less like we get we understand that but why would that be that's not a fact because no one was calculating that so how can that be a fact if it's not calculated there's no evidence of it and how do you know that what if the carbon levels were different everyone was burning fire back then to stay warm fire 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 was light there was no like there was not there's no electricity so imagine you know what i mean you, you can't really say that i don't know like you can't really say that think about it anyways all i hear is cap so bunch of cap on the internet you know what i mean um we got another topic so a bc so a, yo a BC can, cannabis company, sorry guys, BC cannabis, can, can, uh, cannabis company, okay? Let's go BC cannabis company. BC cannabis, I don't know why I keep saying that, company. They got approved. Um, So they got approved to produce and sell cocaine. A BC company says it has approval from Health Canada to include cocaine as a substance the company can legally possess, produce, sell, and distribute. Adister Labs in Langley said it has been granted an amendment to its dealer license and interact with up to 250 grams of cocaine, nearly nine ounces, to import coca leaves to manufacture and synthesize the substance. It said it received its approval from Health Canada on February 17th. Harm reduction is critically important and mainstream topic, and we're staying at the forefront of drug relations across the board. Adastra CEO Michael Forbes said in a release, we proactively pursued the amendment to our dealer's license to include cocaine back in December 2022. We will evaluate how the commercialization of the substance fits in with our business model and Adastra in an effort to position ourselves to support the demand for a safe supply of cocaine. Cocaine. Forbes said it has an extensive experience working on the front lines of addiction medicine as he was previously a pharmacist at multiple methadone pharmacies. He also piloted a needle exchange program at the direction of Center for Disease Control and Prevention around a decade ago, about a decade ago. The company said it also possesses, produce, sell, and distribute up to 35 ounces of psilocybin, psilocybin, psilocybin. P-S-I-L-O-C-Y-B-I-N and psilocin, psilocin, P-S-I-L-O-C-I-N, whatever the hell that is. What is that? What is that? Let me, let me, let me, what is that? Sci, sci, below, send, and then, here we go. We got science shit with Ebes, 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 Ebes. It's a substituted trapetamine alkaloid, trap traptamine alkaloid, and a serotonergic psychedelic substance. So it's a drug. It is present in most psychedelic mushrooms together with its 
phosphorylated counterpox cyclobin. Schedule one drug under the convention, psycho substances what could be in a psychotropic. Oh, so it's what's in shrooms. Oh, so they can sell shrooms and shit. The things that gets you high off shrooms, that drug, they have that. Okay. Alright, see, see, we're learning things today. You know what I'm saying? We are learning, learning, reading rainbow. Take a look. Here we go. And then on Thursday, Global News asked BC Premier David Ebby for his thoughts on Health Canada's decision to make the amendment of the Langley-based lab. Ebby was shocked to hear the news. The short answer is that I was astonished by this announcement. I understand that this company has indicated Health Canada is given some kind of authorization. It's not part of our provincial pad. If Health Canada did not, in fact, if Health Canada did, in fact, do this, they did not only without engaging with the province, but they did it without notice to us. We will get answers for the British Columbians about this. This is not part of our initiative. We will make sure British Columbians get the answer they deserve about this. Uh, and then whatever. Calvin Falcon said they spoke about whatever. This is Thursday. So basically, the company is excited about selling cocaine on the streets out here, man. They're about to sell cocaine, but only in BC. And if this works, it's gonna be it's gonna be Canada wide, right? So a BC company, they're getting cocoa leaves imported, and they're making their own cocaine. They're gonna, they're, and and I think I think the packaging has is uncut or whatever. They even have like the packaging ready for it. So and then I think you can hold, you can have. So they already legalized cocaine and heroin in BC, right? Legalization of cocaine in BC. Adults in BC are not subjected to criminal charges for the personal possession of small amounts of certain illegal drugs. Health Canada granted an exemption for controlled drugs and substances from January 31st, 2023 until January 31st, 2026. So it's 2.5 grams. So you can hold up to 2.5 grams of coke and heroin, basically, right? It's the Section 56 exemption. So opioids, cocaine, and methamphetamine and MDMA. So you can have 2. Point grams of that on you, and you can't you can't get charged, right? You can't sell it. If you get caught selling it, then I'm pretty sure you can get charged for it. But who's gonna really know? Who's gonna really snitch? You know what I mean? That's one. Two. Since it's legal in BC, why not sell it out of the dispensary? And you know what I mean? So if you so that way it's controlled more. Because when they legalize weed, what do they do when they legalize weed? We have dispensaries, and then the government is like, hey, you can only sell this much. They the government regulates it, right? Same thing with the cocaine. They're gonna do the same thing with cocaine, opiates, opiates, and methamphetamine. Now, I don't know what's gonna happen because this could end up spiraling out of control. You know what I mean? Because to let a cannabis company distribute cocaine and cannabis, one, they're going to make a shitload of money. Two, yes, the government's going to tax it and make a ton of money. However, they're doing it at the expense of citizens. If you can legally have coke on you, and I can go to a store and buy coke as long as I'm an adult and have an ID and have money, Let's say I've never tried coke before, but now it's legal to have coke on, where I can't get criminally charged. So I can buy a half gram of coke, do the coke, and be like, whoa, 
I like this feeling and just start buying coke from them. Next thing you know, it can become a problem. In the next three years, there could be there could be coke addicts based off because of these laws. Now, I'm not going to say everyone's going to become a coke addict, but I'm saying there's going to be coke addicts from this. There are weak-minded people in on this earth. It sucks, but they're weak. They're so weak that they do a line today and they like it, they'll keep doing lines tomorrow. Some people, they'll do a line today, they're good. They're like, yeah, I was fine, whatever, they're good. Some people, they can pop a pill today, they're good, they don't get addicted to it. But there's a lot of people, the moment that feeling they, that they get, they, and here's the thing, a lot of people like to say that you get addicted the first time you do something. It's not, it's not what it is. It's how frequent you do that thing is what gets you addicted to it. So let's say the first time you do coke, everything was fine. You're like, whatever. You don't touch coke for two, for weeks. Next time you do it, that's whatever, right? Then there's gonna come a day where you're gonna get used, not gonna get used to it, but you're doing it like once a week to the point where like, you're not paying for it, but then there's gonna be a day where like, niggas gonna be like, yo, this you're always here, bro. Yo, drop a 20. All right, fuck it, there's 20 bucks? All right, cool. Then there's gonna be a day where you're gonna know you're gonna be the only person with money. You're gonna be the only one that knows someone up, and you're gonna you're gonna end up buying it, and then then you're gonna have your own little stash for just for yourself, and then it becomes a thing. And the next thing you know, you're doing it at work, and this addiction for anything: alcohol, weed, pills, opiates, coke, whatever the case may be, heroin. Once you become addicted, you're going to constantly do it. When I say constantly do it, you're going to need it to, to function. When it, well, you think you're going to need it to function. And when you don't have it, you might be out of whack, right? So for instance, I basically drink every day. When you stop drinking, my body was like, yo, you need a drink, right? Because I, I was getting headaches. They're like, yo, we just have a drink, right? Um, I was getting headaches. I was getting cranky. I was like, yo, I need to, I need to have a drink. But little do you know, after those three, four days, once you push through those three, four days, your body gets back to normal. It balances itself out. And next thing you know, you're chilling, right? I was smoking weed like a motherfucker. Smoking, smoking a lot of weed. It was, it was the only thing and the best thing that I could do at the moment. But I was smoking a lot of weed. I was making sure that no matter what, even though I'm not drinking, I need to do something. Because if I don't do something, you never know what may happen, right? Because when I say you never know what may happen, I might spiral out of control. I might find something else that's way worse than smoking weed. Smoking weed is safe. You can smoke as much weed as you want, and you're good. The most you're going to be is tired and hungry, right? And once you get out of the fucking... What is that shit called? Once you get out of um, being burnt out, your body just comes right back and then you can keep smoking again. You know what I mean? So like, that's how I feel about that. Um, I feel like a lot of, a lot of dealers are going to come up off of it. If you're a dealer and that means you can make, you can make your deals and still have shit on you, smoke some weed, still have shit on you and you're not going to get charged for it. I think they might take it, repossess it or something, but you can't get charged for it. I'd rather that than, than get charged. You know what I mean? So like at the end of the day, like to me, it's like it's like walking, it's like it's like the weed thing. You can walk around with 28 ounces. 
right? If I'm a, if I was in high school right now and I can walk around with 28 ounces, I'd be getting ounces of weed from someone and I'd be nipping that shit down. And I know, well, you have to be a certain age, right? But I know once I hit like 18, 19, you can't touch me. I'll be selling weed like a motherfucker. I'd be, I'd be, I'd have, I'd have, I'd have it nipped down by the ounce for personal use, and then I'd have a whole ounce. Ounce that I would, that I would sell. Be like, oh, this guy wants an ounce, two ounces on me. Sell one to one guy. Now I have a whole ounce. Now I can chill outside, do whatever I want. You know what I mean? It's cool. Or if I was in college, I'd be selling hella weed in college. I could literally sell that in the hallway. Give someone a gram in the hallway. Be like, yo, e transfer me. You know what I mean? Like you could literally run a whole operation in college. All I know is when I was in college, I was selling a lot of weed. <laughs> So that's why I'm thinking like, yo, if I was in college and I can carry an ounce on me, because the college I went to was right by my crib. So if I could carry a whole ounce on me and nothing can happen, I'd have that, nip that down, go to the crib, grab another one, nip that down, and then keep doing that. And I make so much money. I wouldn't even leave the school. Because I used to be pyro. Like I used to be like, like, yo, if I have too much shit on me, I'm going right back to the crib. And I'm not coming outside until someone hollers at me and they're meeting me here. And like, that's how I was. You know what I mean? I wasn't the guy that's like chilling out. I'm, I'm gonna be outside and make my wops. Yo, you need weed, yo, you need weed, yo, you need. Nah, I wasn't that guy. A lot of people were like that, but I wasn't that hungry because I know if I go to school, I'm, I'll find out who the weed heads are because I smoke. And I'll be like, yo, I chopped you. You chopped? Oh, I'm getting off of you because you're cool. I'm not getting off of that nigga. That nigga's intimidated. You know what I'm saying? Boom. That's how you do it. But the fact that you can carry around 2.5 grams of Coke now. Yo, I know a bunch of coke dealers right now that are in Toronto. Like, yo, I'm going to BC. I'm going to make bankroll. Because if a bunch of dispensaries start getting approved for, for, for like, distributing cocaine and shit, processing the super cocaine, bro, you don't think one of these biker boys, one of, a supplier, someone, someone is not going to come up to one of these dispensaries and be like, hey, you're going to get your coke from us. You have no choice. You're getting it from us. You know what I'm saying? They're going to work something out, but you're going to get it from us. You know what I mean? And then that's when it's going to spiral out of control. Because now, now you're getting into really, because the weed business is a little bit different. You know what I mean? Because I know a lot of like, I know a lot of, um, I think, I think some like the weed growers, like they have like their own, their own greenhouses they're more like weed companies. Like these are weed companies that have their own greenhouses. They, they grow their own shit. They have people that grow it. They might, you know what I mean? So most of it's, I think it's indoor. You know what I mean? Um, who knows where the other grow ups could be Mexico. Who knows where, right? But you're not really, weed, thing about weed is you're not really effing in, 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 in people's territory because everyone can grow, anyone can grow weed and anyone can sell weed. So it's it's a free market, you know what I mean? It's a free market. Anybody could grow weed and sell their own weed. Anybody could sell edibles. Anybody could do whatever they want. You know what I mean? Now cocaine, you have to get it from someone. You have to get it from a plug, and you have to like. There's different. It's it's way more intricate than weed. You know what I mean? So what I'm saying is, you guys are hitting very 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 muddy waters, very tough territory, snowy blizzardy waters where that if y'all start letting these companies 
distributed sell cocaine. Who do you think is gonna start getting involved? Especially when you start stepping on their on their shit. Obviously, they might get the cocoa leaves from those guys, the, the people that sell it, the people that, are, that, that, that get the coke here anyways, and it'll be easier. But what do you think is gonna happen when you open that bag of worms? You know what I mean? Who knows? You're stepping on people's shit. That's all I know. If they're getting it from them, and then they're like, yo, we're just gonna reprocess it and call and da 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 from the government, whatever, but it has to be this purity, then whatever. But if they're saying they're gonna possess, process, and distribute. So, the, all I know is that is. Uh, Dude, what the fuck? That's crazy. I think that's what it is, right? Yeah. It said. Hold on. Yeah, possess, produce, and sell and distribute. Possess, possess. They can possess it. They can produce it. They can sell it. And they can distribute it, nigga. And they can carry up to nine ounces, two hundred and fifty grams of coke, bro. That's a lot of fucking money. That's crazy. Dude, what the fuck? Speaking of blizzards, yo, blizzards are coming in. Well, they're coming in and they're going to keep on coming in, apparently. Apparently, there's going to be more winter freaking storms. Apparently. Snow forecast increased. Blizzard conditions expected in southern Ontario. That happened like three days, like two days ago. That was whatever. That was whatever. Um, Apparently, we're going to get more snow. But who knows? Who knows? Hopefully, it's just a bunch of cap, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Because, I, yo, that last snowfall, when I looked outside, I was like, Lord Jesus. That was a lot of snow, bro. A lot of snow. Submerged in the snow. You can get submerged in the snow. Then you just lose it. Lose it. Then you just lose it. That's just crazy that you can just get away with that, bro. Distribute and sell that much cocaine. All right, man. John Morant thinks he's a gangster. Should we keep talking about that? Not really. Um, apparently, he's he's out because he had, there was a game that happened at his crib. Words were said. John Morant went to his crib, pulled out a gat, and said, what's up now? Da, da, da. Apparently, when John Morant gets angry, he pulls out the hammer. And then now he's like, okay, I got to work on my anger, blah, blah, blah. Nike said, Nike issued a statement. Now... Jabarat, I don't know if you're going to hear this, but I'm just going to say this once and for all. And I know a lot of people have been saying this to you, but I, I think you really need to grasp the seriousness of what you're doing. First of all, you're not setting a good example for all, all the kids that look up to you. There's a lot of kids that look up to you, right? That's one. And kids from different races. So you're setting a bad example to the point where the parents are going to be like, um, I don't like, we're not buying you any more John Morant stuff because John Morant is a bad guy. He does bad things. So you're losing, you're going to lose fans. You want, you want to be out here doing gangster shit, cool. But you're going to disappoint the fans that you have. You're a basketball player. You have children that look up to you, right? That's number one. Two, you're worth, what, 400 M's, bro? You have a shoe deal. You're with Nike. What are you doing, man? Nike has dropped people off for less. They've dropped people for less, way less. 
What are you doing, brother? You're gonna ruin it for not only you but your family and the people that 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 um what's what's the word called that rely on you financially, right? Don't mess this up, bro. You're messing up because what you want to show people you're gangster? Just get security, bro. You can afford it. Get some security with that have guns. Easy, easy money. Do that and then go around talking your shit, whatever, and just you have security right there. But don't be doing your shit, talking your shit, then you're out here, then there's like a video of you with a gun, like making faces and come on bro, you're a basketball player. Can't have one foot in ball pause and one foot in the streets, bro. Cause something's gonna happen to you. You're either gonna lose everything, regret it, and they're gonna make an example out of you. That's what they did with Allen Iverson. If you don't think they didn't do that with Allen Iverson, that's what they did with Allen Iverson. They brought in a dress code and everything because Allen Iverson was out here dressing like a like a you know like like a like a like a like a hood man, bro. Dressing like a hood man, and that's not it wasn't a good optic for TV. Everyone's everyone started dressing like hood niggas, bro, on TV, bro. And that was at a time when David Stern was trying to trying to get the NBA to even you know to move up even more. Right after the Michael Jordan era, he's. You know, like he's trying to get the ratings to keep on going up. So it's like, yo, what can I do? I got to make this more classy. You know what I mean? So I understand that whole aspect. But Java Rat, you need to chill, bro. You're going to lose everything if you keep on moving the way you're moving. Because no one wants to deal with a hot-headed nigga, bro. Just a hothead, period. But a hot-headed nigga and you're online doing... What's with... I don't get what's with this generation going online and showing people what you're doing. This me- or this mentality of going online and showing people what you're doing, what you're saying. I have to respond to this now. I have to reply to this now. I have to show people what time I'm on. I have to do. I uh, no, no. You don't have to do nothing. You don't have to do anything. Just keep it moving. You know how your life was moving the way it was before anyone said anything. Just keep doing that. The moment you feel like your life is in danger, then there's something that you have to do. But you don't have to keep keep freaking feeling like yo i got something to prove nigga you are a star superstar nba player you don't have anything to prove but getting a ring my nigga focus on making the playoffs you should be out practicing every day hooping working on your body reg pause work regimen trying to find other endorsements trying to do acting trying to work on other shit but you're out here trying to just be thugging out with your niggas and shit. And I understand, like, it's cool. But do that shit with your niggas while you're out here making money, doing investments. Like, do something, man. And I know your dad's a good father, so. And I know he told you, yo, chill the fuck out. I know it's right now you're having fun. You're making all this money. But now you need to chill out because now you can lose everything just as fast as you got it. Chill out, man. Anyways, all I have to say to John Moran, bro. Chill out. You're doing your thing. You're killing it, bro. Just keep on killing it. Forget all the crap, bull crap, bro. That street shit is like, come on, bro. That street shit is just, you either can go to jail, lose everything, or die. Like, look, okay, look at it like this. <laughs> Paid in full. It's based off of three, three dealers, right? Three street niggas. One of them betrays the other, kills him, and then kills him. So one's dead. One goes to jail. Becomes a snitch, so he becomes a snitch, comes out, he gets killed for an unrelated reason, and then the other one basically lost everything, and now he, now he's just chilling. 
He's not he's not about no money anymore. He's not about all that bull crap. He's spiritual. He's with God. He's he's done with all that crap. He doesn't even like talking about it. And before before Alpo died, he was gonna do one last deal, like a movie deal with Alpo. And him and Alpo were gonna sign the contract. The day before he's like a day, few days before they were gonna sign the contract, Alpo died. So now they can't do the deal because the man the man's dead. So they can't do the deal anymore. The deal's done. So, God don't like ugly at the end of the day. God do not like ugly. Um, you know what I mean? Speaking of ugly, I'm not speaking of ugly, but... Westbrook, what are you doing, man? Westbrook was having... So, Westbrook is on the Clippers, and I was saluting him, but like... He needs to get that... He's starting, I think, on the Clippers. He needs to get that team to a win. They almost won one game. But Westbrook missed the pass. And the other guy should have held the pass. Should have held the ball. So that he should have held the ball, get fouled. You know what I mean? Hold the ball, get fouled until you're on the free throw line, score a couple points. He didn't hold the ball. Instead, he tried to do a quick fast break to Westbrook. Because Westbrook's having a good game. Westbrook jumped up. Missed the catch, went out of bounds, other team gets the ball, they score, boom, they lose. So, then that was the fifth game, 0 for 5. Westbrook, you need to win, you need to get a win. Like, you need to get a win, bro, like... Dude, what the fuck? Like, Damn. what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, you literally, you ha- pause, you have it in you to be the best point guard ever one of the best point guards ever all you need to do is win a championship and be one of the reasons why your team wins a championship you're definitely going to be a hall of famer but the way you're going out you're going out sad brother you're going out sad and you wanted to stay in la you don't think people are just going to come come watch your game just to boo you come on brother you be you're becoming a laughing stock you went from you went from everyone was intimidated by you being on the court to everyone's like, man, let this guy shoot. People are giving you room to shoot and you're not shooting because you're just going to break everything. Your confidence is low. It's almost like you, it's almost like the Space Jam, you know, Space Jam movie when, when they got, when they got the players to touch the ball and they lost all their, all their capabilities of playing basketball and they could no longer play basketball. That's how it looks like for Westbrook every, every now and then, every now and then he gets it back and he's playing, and he's balling. Then every now and then, once again, he's like, he's not balling like that. And it's like, yo, bro, what are you doing? Westbrook. You're Westbrook, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, what the fuck? I don't know, man. Hopefully he can get through it. Um, Luca, Luca and Kyrie are doing okay. I think they lost the, their last game against Phoenix. That's going to be their rivals in the West. It's going to be them two beefing. Because if you look at the conference, if you, if you were quite look at the conference... NBA standings. Um, so if you look at it, you have for the Western Conference, the Suns are fourth, and the Mavericks are seventh. So that's like a little rivalry, right there. Um, Grizzlies and the Nuggets are first. Yep, they're killing it. Kings, surprisingly, Sacramento has been—they've been winning, and they've been winning on like threads, like each game. Uh, Warriors, they're good. They're always going to be good. So Clippers are 8th seed, which is scary because 
they lose one more. They lost five games because of Westbrook. If they won two of those games, oh, I didn't mean to scream into the mic, but if they won like two of those games, they would have been like fifth, sixth, right? Raptors, where are we? Raptors, we're nine now, so we can make the playoffs. We just have to, the Hawks have to lose and we have to win a game so we can make the playoffs. I'm just trying to make the playoffs out here, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, so this, the Bucks and the Celtics are basically, and the Sixers are whooping everything. The Cavs, Knicks, yeah. So basically, the 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 right the usual suspects are the top eight, and then it's usually the Raptors and the Hawks fighting, fighting for um, the Cavs. Yeah, usually it's like the Cavs are like tenth, and then the Raptors and the Hawks are like fighting for whatever, you know. Anyways, um. Actually, no, this isn't the Bulls. Whatever, it doesn't matter at this point. The Hornets are, yo, Michael Jordan, what you doing with your team? Anyways, that's it for our NBA update. The Hornets are 14th, yo. The Pistons and the Rockets, the Spurs and the Hornets, they're garbage, yo. The Trailblazers, man. Y'all niggas need to win, like, three, three games. Like, yo, if they win, like, three games, they're back. Anyways. Um, you know, Dame Time. I'm getting molly whopped in the fantasy league, bro. Like, I'm gonna look like I'm gonna give you guys a live update right now on my on my fantasy league. It's nine two. I'm getting whooped, bro. And it's five games left. He has six. I have five. He has six, bro. Literally, dog. I'm so cheese, my nigga. Man. And LeBron got injured. I was so ho ho mad. I was so mad. Anyways, so enough for the NBA talk. John Jones, speaking of sports, John Jones won. Shout out to John Jones. Congratulations. He is the uh, he won the belt. Did he win the belt? Whatever. John Jones won. Won two eighty five UFC. Shout out to John Jones, yo. John Jones bones. I remember that time where he beat up the deaf guy and he was doing the 12 o'clock, 6 o'clock elbows. And that's his first loss. That's his only loss he had because he got disqualified because he did the illegal elbows. Which is crazy, right? And it was a deaf guy. When I when I, when I heard it was a deaf guy, I was like, Lord Jesus. He beat the shit out of that guy, bro. Like crazy, 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 crazy. You know what I mean? So... Um, John Jones, Westbrook. I don't know why people keep talking about this white and black shit with uh, Jokic. Like, oh, Jokic, Jokic um, is only getting that because he's white. That's why he's getting the MVP back to back. It's because he's white. No, it's he's consistent. He's dropping double doubles consistently, right? And he has his team as one of the top seeds. The reason why he's MVP is he has his team as one of the top. His team is the top freaking seed, bro. Like, he's the reason why his team is the top seed. They're just not good in the playoffs. They can't consistently play the same team over and over and over again because it's literally, you know what I mean? So, once you, Jokic, once you figure out Jokic, Jokic has to change his game up, right? So, I think he's been changing his game up a bit, but you know why he's getting MVP. You know what I mean? Um, What are the MVP standings right now? MVP standings. Um, Kia, race to the MVP ladder. 
<laughs> Jokic. Yeah, it's Jokic. I think it's Jokic and Bead. Yeah. It's Jokic and Bead and uh, Jason Tatum. Oh, never mind. It's Jokic. Hold on. There we go. Jokic, Antetokounmpo, and Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum uh, went over Joel Embiid as of like three days ago. So, and if you think about it, these are like the top teams, right? Like all four of these guys are the top. They're, they're the top teams, so you can see why they're the race for MVP because they're the best, right? Exactly. So like without Jokic, their team without the Joker, bro, their team like the Nuggets without the Joker, they are literally like an eighth seed without the Joker. Like they're, you know what I mean? And then. Same Andy Dekumpo, the Bucks ain't nothing without Andy Dekumpo. They're like they basically would be like how the Raptors are now. Jason Tatum, the the Celtics could they'll still be like at least fifth six. They'll be where you know they'll be fifth six. They'll be like the Warriors. You know what I mean? But yeah, like I don't know why they're saying like yo because yo is white. I'm like if you look at the stats, you look at what's going on, you look at where his team's at. There's a reason why he's number one. And why didn't you guys, why didn't you niggas vote? Niggas don't really vote like that anyways. I don't really see niggas voting. They niggas just look at the results and complain about it. If I voted, if I voted and I put my, my two cents in it, I don't know how the voting goes, but if I voted, put my two cents in it, or I contributed somehow, some way, then I can get angry. But if I didn't contribute, can't really get mad at the, at the, at the freaking, at the answer. Everyone was mad that Kobe didn't win one of the MVPs, and Shaq, I think, was supposed to win an MVP, too. And Steve Nash got both. And it's like, well, Steve Nash, if Steve Nash wasn't on his... Well, if you... Yeah. But if you look at it, I think... Uh, whatever. If Steve Nash wasn't on his team... Uh, yeah. Kobe wasn't on his team, Shaq. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can look at it like that, but it's like, I don't know how they were running the most valuable... Yeah, you know, if you think about it, Kobe should have got one. They could have allowed Nash with one. And then Kobe or Shaq could have got one. You know what I mean? Anyways. But this whole, like, because they're white thing is, like, niggas be winning MVPs all the time. Like, niggas. You know what I'm saying? And then a one-two white person wins. Oh, it's because he's white. It's like, come, shut the, like, come on, bro. What are we doing here? Or, um, freaking Eminem. You hear what Molly Mall said about Eminem? About Eminem, dog? It's supposed to be, like, it's supposed to be our, uh, what you think about Eminem being at number five on the Billboard Top 50 Rappers of All Time list? And I don't know why people are tripping over this Billboard list, yo. Obviously, he's a capable rapper. If you was talking about sales, he sold more than everybody. If you're talking about rhyme style, okay, he got a rhyme style. But he's white. He's white. What? What did I think So with? now, if Eminem was just another nigga like all the rest of us, would he be top five on that list? When a nigga that Karam just as good as him is 35. That had records and all that. He's 35. He's white. So now you could be, he, 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 anybody could be as this. mad as they, they could feel how they want to feel. If you don't think that race plays a part, 
in the equation of how great he is. I heard one of the dudes that's down with him, Royce the 6'9", or Roy, one of I heard he's just as good as Eminem. Why ain't he as big as Eminem? Because he black. That ain't, it ain't, ain't none of that shit hard to figure out. First off, have you ever heard about the tale of the ugly duckling? The reason why they called the ugly duckling the ugly duckling, people looked at the ugly duckling. If you don't know about the tale of the ugly duckling, a duck has a bunch of children. One of them does not look like any of the other children. All the other children look alike, right? So the, that one stands out. So everyone's watching what that one does. And then the moment that one does something good, he gets praised more than the other ducks because that one stands out, right? That is basically what it is. Now, for us to say that there are people that can rhyme like Eminem and da 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 da, there's a lot of people that can rhyme like Kendrick, a lot of people that rhyme like Cole, a lot of people, but they're not as big as them, are they? There's a lot of people that can rhyme like fucking Tech Nine, there's a lot of people that can rhyme like a lot of rappers, I'm talking about Future, anybody, but they're not as big though, right? You wanna know why? Eminem is Eminem. Eminem became big. Not just because of his music. It was what was in his music. He was talking about his wife, his kids, his person. He was being a personal, so you knew about him. That's what gravitated people towards him. It wasn't just about him rhyming and flippity flopping. And when he was talking about his life and getting into it, those were the songs that people appreciated and liked more about Eminem. You know what I mean? Everyone knew he could rap his ass off, but when he actually was talking about his life and what he's going through, everyone was like, I, he's, you know, he's him. And there was a lot of, there was a lot of kids growing up that could relate to him, right? So for you, you could look at it like, nah, man, it's because he's white. That's why he's top five. But that is a subjective list. It's not objective. Eminem will tell you himself that he's not top five. Right? Right? They put Eminem in top five because of what Eminem accomplished and where he's at in life and how big he is right now. Eminem's a megastar. He can do stadium tours. You know what I mean? So for you to not say he's like top five, come on, bro, or like top 10, he has to be top 10 or something. You know what I mean? He's been around since the late, the 1900s and he's still popping right now. Like he could drop an album. The album's going to go platinum, whether you heard it, whether you liked it. It's gonna go platinum, like so. It doesn't. It doesn't matter anymore. You know what I mean? So yes, he is top ten rapper of all time. Nothing you can do about it. At your time, during your time, if you came out, if you came out now, niggas probably wouldn't. And you did the same rhyme scheme and anything. You think niggas would be fucking with you? We can look at. There's so many angles that we can look at and be like, oh, it's because of this. It's because of this. No, M did his thing. And this is when hip-hop was becoming way more popular. It wasn't just an, uh, a genre of music that mostly black people listened to. When M was doing his thing, not only was... M wasn't the only white rapper that's out here. You had, Marty, you had Mark Wahlberg doing his thing. You had the Beastie Boys. You had Vanilla Ice. He wasn't the only white rapper. You know what I mean? He was just the one that stood out out of all of them. He, he did his groundwork. He did battle rap. He did all this... So for y'all to be like, oh, he's only great because he's white, like like he didn't put in work, like his skin color is the only reason why, that's bullshit. You know what I mean? You're just, that's, yo, that's literally straight cap.
That's it. We can't just be looking at a nigga's skin tone and being like, yo, man, it's because of this. That's why that transpired. Jokic is a good player. If a black player was doing the, the numbers that Jokic was doing and had his team at the number one seed, he would be MVP too. There's a reason why Embiid and, and Giannis are... There's three niggas there and one white boy, and you're trying to be mad because he's white. The top five, there's four black niggas there, and the top one is, is white, is black, and there's one white boy there, and you niggas are like, because he's white, and you want it to just be all black people? Like, yes. It could be all black people. Your top five. But some other people's top five, they might include M in there. Some people might include an artist that just came out 20 years ago. In their top five of all time. And they probably never even heard a rhyme for you. I'm the, like, I've heard some rhymes from Melly Mel before. But he can't be out here saying like, you know what I mean? Like, he can't be out here saying like, He's only a top rapper because he's white. He's still rapping. You're not, I don't see you on any records doing anything. If you were still rapping, making hits and everything, you would probably be in the top 10, top 15 rapper of all time, brother. And you would be in everyone's top 10. If you were still making bangers, still making music, still dropping albums, yes, you'd still be, you'd be in the top 20 all time. All time. You can't even move your position. You know what I'm saying? But... Niggas ain't rapping anymore, and then they start talking about how things used to be or how things should be. If you think that's how things should be, you have, you are a hip-hop pioneer. You, sh- you should have some pull, that's one. Two, nigga, if you could talk, if Eminem, if, M- if you called Eminem, Eminem would have nothing but respect for you, bro. So for you to say that shit about him, come on, bro. I would shit on, I would like, like, come on, bro, shut up. Stop using his skin tone as as a mechanism as it to use it against them you know what i mean it's stupid stupid of me all right um we are almost done we got so andrew tate does not have cancer y'all are y'all are effed up y'all are effed up very effed up for trying to wish for trying to wish cancer on dude like like y'all were so happy, bro. So happy that um that 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 there were reports that he got cancer. Everyone's like, oh my god. Everyone was partying. Everyone was like, yeah, he's dead. That that was that that made me that made me like really, really, really look at people and say, wow. I knew I knew about it like when XXXTacion died, and I was like, yeah, good for him. And then, cause he's a he's a rapist. He's this and that. And then when you when you look at it, the girl, the alleged girl, right? That 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 he did those things to, cried when he died. It's like he didn't deserve that. Come on, man. Y'all are effed up. Oh, yo, Andrew. I don't like Andrew Tate. So if he gets cancer, good for him. Y'all are messed up because when y'all get something, when y'all get a disease or something, there's gonna be people that are gonna be happy that you got it. Like, come on, man! What are you guys doing? Would you be, would you be happy if someone that you love, someone you cared about, got cancer and people were laughing about them, even though they might have been a piece of shit? People are laughing like, yeah, I hope they die. That's that's fucked up, man. I personally think like the people that are doing that, they have no heart, they have no willpower, they're miserable, weak people that y'all don't even deserve to be on this earth. Two of them, nasty people. And speaking of nasty, bro, 
Angela Yee, man. Angela Yee, I was I was rooting for you to do your own show and all that. And then now you're talking talking about how you're the only woman and da-da-da. Bro, doesn't Charlemagne the God always talk about how, like, he's always around women, always chosen women, champions women? Doesn't Charlemagne the God always have, like, Taylor with him? Like, his producer, Taylor? Like, Taylor's one of his producers. That's a woman. Most people that he works with are women. So you're not to free... And DJ Envy was like, yo, man, Angela Yee. Angela Yee. That is... Cap. You know what I mean? Because behind the scenes, there's plenty of women. The president of iHeart, I think, is a black woman. So for you to be out here saying, I was the only woman, and da-da-da, you need to play the woman card and play the victim? Like, come on. And then Lil Mama went in on you. Lil Mama's like... Like, oh, please, she was up there playing foul games, too. She had helped make multiple women of color, especially, feel like the only woman in that room numerous of times. Yup. Facts. In this, isn't this the same... Uh, Erica Mina goes, isn't this the same woman who helped DJ Shrimp play along in the living this double life once upon a time? One of the few at a time that actually knew the truth of him being married because the truth is for years he never openly acknowledged that, which is why I was one... Which is why one of the many reasons he was with... She would be hanging out with us knowing I was absolutely unaware that he was indeed married, but still joined in him fabricating this cry wolf scenario on radio just so he can save face in his broken marriage. The same woman that spoke about my child on air just to help him degrade me. The fucking nerve. Boy, do things come full circle. She's talking about being a woman and womanhood and all this shit. She likes to play that card, but then she's known and casting a lot of shade. A lot of shade. That Jada Pinkin, that that interview with August Elsina, you want to talk about womanhood and shit? If the, if you if you really if you really about that womanhood, you know what you would have done. You would have said, "Ayo Jada, August is out here talking wild about your name." You know what I mean? I'm not gonna even post it. If it's true or not, I'm not gonna post it. You know what I mean? But I'm just letting you know, August is out here talking wild about you. Something. Instead, she decided to drop it because what it's news and then disgusting behavior man Angela E man that's that's just nasty can't be out here claiming oh I was the only woman and blah 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 when they champion women over there and then there have been times where you came a shell there have been times where you you know you've spoken badly about poorly about some women on there and you're trying to talk about sisterhood and shit you only call it the sisterhood card when it only appeases your your narrative that's facts so I'm off of that. And to cap it off, let's cap it off with something funny. You calling me a deadbeat because I tell them I was being irresponsible, yet not wearing protection. But I always tell uh, <laughs> these women that I got pregnant that I do not want to be a father Dude, to these what children. The fuck? And I offer to pay for the abortion. Majority of times they'll either take the abortion Damn. or they'll take a plan B. But only these seven have Damn. kept these children. But the Seven? crazy thing about it is they want me to be responsible for some children I told them I did not want. Oh, yeah. So nigga. for some years now, some of them been trying to get in contact with me. Access denied. Because I, oh I already God. know why you're trying to get in contact with me. I didn't told you I did not want them kids. So don't expect me to be responsible financially, emotional, spiritually, this mentally, or up. physically with some kids oh, I do not want. And I don't give a fuck. What nobody think about it. You're not going to force children up on me. <laughs> yeah, we both made the decision so to lay down and have intercourse. intercourse. We both was irresponsible about the decisions we made that night. 
Yeah, I could have pulled out, but I didn't. And I ain't care to pull out because I'm not the one that's gonna have to carry a baby oh, for nine Scott months. Trout. It's the Dude, woman. The In my opinion, Damn. women should be more careful on who they sleep with. Facts. Because you're gonna be like, one of my baby mamas trying to find me so I can financially support a kid I didn't told her or them I did not want. Damn. Another thing is, these just jump offs. These the type of women that I ain't even had to do nothing for. The bad minimum, damn. but they gave me access to their body, and they think I want to be a, you're talking a about father your children's to a child like that, for bro. one of them. Like, you're talking about your children I don't even like have that, no bro. type of love for these women. How do they expect me to love these children? Oh my Before y'all say, oh, he irresponsible, damn. he a deadbeat, he don't take accountability. Yeah, I do. I just don't give a fuck. You ain't gonna force these children on me when I told you I ain't want them. Yeah, I can offer to a pay for abortion, but at what point can I force a woman to go get an abortion? I cannot. A woman say, my body, my choice, but I... He says, my life, my choice. All right, so he's... Let us put it like this. Dude, what the fuck? He's messed up for that. Because, um, okay, he has a point... Which is messed up. That you calling me a dick? It's dead messed up. My because bad. My bad. My bad. It's messed up, right? Because you can agree with what he's saying. However, it's not. It's not what it's about. It's about the kids, man. It's the kids. You can have seven baby mamas and not want to be with the baby mama, but you still have to love the child that came out of her. You have. That's your child. You cannot claim the child all you want, but that's still your child. So for you to say that is like, that's messed up. And imagine your child gets older, sees this video, and sees that his dad looks at him as worthless, his dad doesn't love him. He's either, that's either gonna motivate him to become the best man he could be, or he's gonna go down a very, very dark path. I'm telling y'all. Or somewhere in the middle, he'll go down, and then he'll come back up. Or shit was going good for him, and he'll go down, like where knows, but that is messed up to say. Your children, Forget the mom, your children, brother. You have seven kids that you do not care about because you don't care about the mom. Vice versa goes for the, for the women that don't care about the dad anymore. The, the relationship didn't work out and they poisoned the kids. So the kids don't like, come on, man. Leave the kids alone. Love the children. Be with the children, man. You know what I mean? Like, we want to end it on a positive note. What he said was kind of funny, though. We want to end it on a positive note, you know? Love thy children. Don't have sex without a condom if you're not going to love the children that come out of it. That's what I feel about it. The consequences, children, an STD or something. But you should always, always use protection, man. If, especially if you're not going to help raise the kid or give a damn about the kid. Use protection, my nigga. Oh, it doesn't feel good with the, with the condom. Nigga, if you can't afford to have a kid or you're not going to take care of the kid, then nigga, like... Don't, don't be having sex without a condom. If you know the consequences and you're going to deal with it, do whatever you want. You know what I mean? But y'all, y'all better, you know. This was the IVP with Dr. IBZ. This was episode 115. The IBZ. The IVP with Dr. IBZ, episode 115. The Emperor Then Podcast with Dr. IBZ, episode 115. You already know what to do with it is. Y'all, be safe. Stay tuned. Stay blessed. You already know. Peace. Watch out for these freaking weirdos, man. These people are weird, bro. Peace.